Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live. From the Rocket Mortgage Studios, whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is oh so simple, it is oh so easy, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. You could be on the free Odyssey app, you could be tuned in on your local affiliate, you could be on Sirius XM Channel 158, or you could be on a smart speaker well, all you had to do was ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. Thank you so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's here with me. He's here with you. And we got a busy night. Tons to discuss. Tons to talk about. The Phoenix Suns. They got sold. Four billion dollars. Congratulations to uh, Matt Ishbia. Is that the guy's name? We're going to talk more about this man. He was a college basketball player. And now he sells mortgages. Who would have thought? We'll talk more about that as as we continue on with the show. Washington football team, the Washington Commanders, I should say, probably getting a little bit closer to being sold themselves. The man who owns the most valuable sports franchise on earth, Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys. He opens up his yap again about what his own team might look like. Odell Beckham Jr. specifically. Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, they got a game this upcoming Saturday against the Eagles. We heard from Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts says he might actually play in that game. Uh, Matthew Stafford, last night we saw the beating that the Rams took at the hands of the Packers. Matthew Stafford wasn't a part of it because he's been hurt. A concussion, a neck injury, a a bruise on his spine. I mean, numbness in his legs. And despite all of that, Matthew Stafford told all of us that he ain't quitting. I mean, he just won a championship. You would think he'd have a little bit more incentive to probably walk away while he's still still healthy. And Matthew Stafford says no. Speaking of uh, winning a championship, Argentina, they returned home after winning the World Cup, and it was pandemonium. Four million people in Buenos Aires. Four million people. I'm talking about on the streets. 
on the highways. They were mobbing Messi on the way to his damn house. I never seen anybody roll up to Steph Curry's house. I mean, damn. We'll talk about Argentina and that wild-ass parade. We'll get into the Rams and what happens with Matthew Stafford and what happens with the Rams. I think, Shep, you brought up the point yesterday that, that maybe Sean McVay will be looking to get the hell up on out of Dodge. That was you said that, right? Yeah, he's got one foot in, one foot out. You're damn right, JR. One foot in and, and, and one foot out. So we'll get into Sean McVay, uh, Donovan Mitchell. He took on the Utah Jazz last night. Donovan Mitchell said, listen, folks, I am actually happy to be out of Utah. And he gave a very specific reason. So we got a lot to get into. Justin Verlander was introduced by the New York Mets. Uh, Carlos Correa, oh my goodness, that deal might be held up with the Padres due to a medical issue. There is so much to discuss. And then even Tom Brady. Last night on his Let's Go Sirius XM show, he actually answered a question. You know what, Shep? Let's, let's, let's actually share this. We had a caller last night. He's like, hey, Tom Brady is still playing football because he wants to break the tie with Otto Graham. And, yeah, Tom Brady is, is seven Super Bowls and Otto Graham. Otto Graham, he has seven championships before the Super Bowl. And, and Tom Brady wants to have more championships than Otto Graham. And I said, man, you think Tom Brady gives a damn about that, man? You think Tom Brady cares about somebody else? Tom Brady's out here living his damn life. And so ironically, ironically, on Tom Brady's own show, SiriusXM podcast, Let's Go, whatever it is, Tom Brady was asked that question specifically by Jim Gray. Hey, Tom, why the hell are you still out here playing? This is what Tom Brady had to say in response. No, it's a good question, and, and it's interesting because you would think, oh, well, why is he still playing? Because all you want to do is win, and that's all sports should be about is winning. And I agree, it should be about winning. But it's also, I, I'm looking at like, no, what am I learning? What am I learning from, you know, putting a similar amount of energy in over the last couple of years and not winning? What is that teaching me? You know, why should we feel like we're just entitled to win all the time? We're not. That's not what life's about. You know, and I think anyone who's gone through life and struggles at their job or struggles in other aspects of life, when you do put effort and energy into it, you know, what are you learning from that as opposed to, you know, why is that happening to you and for you? You know, why, why you're not a victim of that. We're not a victim of losing games. The sun came up today. We got something to do about it. We woke up. We have a chance. Why, you know, this is not the time to, you know, feel sorry for yourself. So get up, go into work and make it better and improve it and work harder and work more determined. And, you know, it's, it's so easy to throw in the towel. It's so easy. That's what most people want. It's why you listen on TV and, oh, it's what you should have done. Well, yeah, if you're a loser, that's what you should do. You should just, just fold the tent when things don't go the way you want. That's not the way life is. Oh, well, damn. How about that? I'm sick of Tom Brady, the football player. I wish he'd go away. But I appreciate Tom Brady's perspective on life. I mean, most of the time we see this guy throwing around tablets and and being miserable. But I actually appreciate what he said. And so for the guy who called last night and said, hey, I know why Tom Brady's still playing. It's because he appreciates history. 
No, Tom Brady says that uh, he wants to be out here. He wants to learn. He, he understands that you can't win all the time. And, and let's be real. Tom Brady knows what it feels like to lose. Tom Brady is going through his career. Ask Eli Manning. Ask the Eagles. I mean, ask, the, ask his ACL. Tom Brady knows what it feels like to be on the downside. And so this isn't, this isn't anything new. I think a lot of times we get caught so much up in, in somebody else's success or the success that we omit and don't see the failures. I can't say if I was him, I'd stay my ass at home. I probably would. But he's still trying to go out there and play and do something that he can do, and, and God bless him. And not one time did I hear Tom Brady mention Otto Graham. I still hope he uh, decides to stay home at the end of the year. And if not, the only circumstance of which I would like to see Tom Brady continue playing is for the 49ers. Outside of that, do us a favor. Go home. And speaking of winning, I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. The New York Knicks, a few seconds ago, a few minutes ago, right when I came on air, the New York Knicks have won eight consecutive basketball games. They just blew out the Warriors in what was a a terrible matchup with no Steph Curry. The final score, 132 to 94. What else do I have to say? Steph Curry was sitting on the bench, and on the bench he'll be for about an entire month. Wow, this is New York Knicks. Eight consecutive victories. They now have a record of 18 and 13. Jordan Poole decided to put up all the points, 26 of them. Klay Thompson could only muster 26. Draymond Green could only score seven. Wiseman, four points. Kaminga, 13. This is disastrous. The New York Knicks, Julius Randle, 15 points. Emmanuel quickly, 22 off the bench. Hey, and then the free agent the Knicks uh, decided to sign. Jalen Brunson, the son of Rick, 21 points, five assists. Three rebounds. R.J. Barrett, 18. Quentin Grimes, 19. I know this is a garbage Warriors team, but the New York Knicks, are they're back out here and, and playing defense. So congratulations to the New York Knicks. I will expect them to uh, look decent or okay throughout the course of the year. And then unless they have some roster changes, they'll go into the playoffs and get smacked out. My apologies. Jalen Brunson, a matter of fact, he... He just spoke to uh, TNT, and he pretty much said, yeah, we're, we're getting used to each other. Okay, Jalen, listen to this. I'm learning as I'm going. I'm learning as I'm going. Um, my teammates trust me. The coaching staff trusts me. Um, I trust them. Uh, it's just, like I said, we're growing every day. We're getting better every day. Now we just got to keep fighting. Can't be complacent. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the New York Knicks still don't do it for me. Sorry. They don't have a, a dynamic dynamic scorer, somebody that can just go out there and get it. They have someone who can command and lead the team and make smart decisions in Jalen Brunson. Uh, but I, I'm still I'm still not sold. I'm sorry. They're just a, a mediocre squad. They're on a nice run right now. Uh, I feel a lot of Nick fans are pretty much here and there. They want to fire Coach Tibbs, and, and then they're happy and thrilled with the roster. They they still have some building to do. It's just a matter of who and what they decide to bring in. Congratulations to the New York Knicks. Actually winning 
some basketball games. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Cam is here from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, what up, Jared? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, sure. Wanted to touch on Tom Brady for a sec. Um, I don't believe him. I don't believe him when he says that. I think that this man unretired because he was pissed off that Schefter leaked his retirement. He doesn't like not being in control of things. But all this talk about what he learned from losing, who's lost more Super Bowls than Tom Brady? Jim Kelly's the only name I can think of. Tom Brady has learned as much about losing as anybody in the world has when it comes to competitive sports. I think that he just doesn't, you know, his family life's falling apart. He doesn't have anything to go go back home to. And sure, maybe that's quote-unquote rude of me to speculate like that. But I, I don't believe him. Maybe that's because I'm somebody who's also tried to convince myself of, uh, you know, different reasons for why I'm doing what I'm doing than what the true reason is in my heart. And I think Tom's kind of struggling with a little bit of that right now. Just well, damn. Yeah, Cam, what a way to bring it to your own personal life. You know, I, I, I'm not going to speculate as to whether or not he's being honest. I, I actually made the point that people have not necessarily taken a full look out of uh, all the losses that he's had, and not just in regards to the Super Bowl, whether it's the Giants two times or whether it's going out there and, and losing to the Eagles or whether or not it's his injury that took him out earlier on in his career. I mean, he, he understands what it is to be down and out and come back. He understands what it means to be overlooked from the first place. And so, I, yeah, Tom Brady knows what it feels like to lose. And I think that's part of his explanation there. The man pretty much said that, and if I want to take what you just said, yeah, he knows what it feels like to lose. He also knows what it feels like to come back after difficult losses. So, yeah, uh, did anybody think that the Buccaneers would be this bad this year? I I don't think so. I don't think he thought as much either. And so I'm not going to sit inside his head and speculate as to, you know, uh, whether or not he's telling the truth or not. What he said, regardless of whether it was from the mouth of Tom Brady or you know, your next door neighbor, Joe, he actually said something that's pretty worthwhile and that people just pretty much quit and that we have a lot of people who think that, oh, man, I lost and let me just go lie down. And so whether or not he was being honest, I could care less. I thought what he said was uh, was was very poignant for anybody. Sure thing. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It is very poignant. I don't want to I don't want to, you know, miss that point either. But uh, I'll say this as a side note. I'm very excited for the next stage of Tom Brady's career where he does retire and he opens up to to this young group of quarterbacks that we have coming up in this league. And I hope that he wants to share his wisdom with how he, you know, played for so long and and understood the game so well to the Justin Herberts, Joe Burrows, Josh Allens of the NFL so we can just see the game continue to grow. I I, I hope he takes that approach. I think he will. Um, But, yeah, I'm definitely excited for that part of, uh, of his life journey. No doubt about it. Thank you, Cam, for calling from San Diego. Yeah, the the NFL is going to go on with or without Tom Brady. And I'm not even so sure. And, and yes, it's it's more than $300 million that he has committed to him uh, from Fox. Uh, But I'll tell you this, man. Ain't no guarantees that he's going to want to sit around and do that. He might miss it too much. He might be upstairs. He, He might have to completely be out of the game before he takes the approach of, I'm going to sit up here and, and call the games. He, he might, quote-unquote, get that itch. He might decide to swing on back. You never know. 855-212-4CBS. 
Scott is calling from the home of Tom Brady. He's calling from California. What's up, Scott? Hey. Hey, uh, man, I love your show. I love your content. I really like your delivery, your, uh, your voice and demeanor. Uh, the way you talk is just, like, calming. Uh, you sound like you know, you know what you're doing, and so I enjoy that. But I listen to CBS Sports Radio kind of all through the day because I uh, have to drive a lot. But I'm an ardent Viking fan, and one of my problem with uh, is the uh, Vikings are 11 and three, and we just still, you know, no matter who we beat, we can beat the Dolphins, we can beat the Buffalo Bills, we can beat the Jets, we beat the entire AFC East, but we lose to Dallas, you know, badly. Um, just had a great comeback, made NFL history against the Colts. I agree. Why are we down 33-0? But I just I just, I just want to get your take on what it takes to uh, the Vikings. I don't know if it's because it's a small market. It's not in your no. sports media Nobody. analytics. Nobody no, cares. Let me finish my, last, my, my last question for you is the Buffalo Bills game, they won that game on a P.I. Um, called late. They came there, but I didn't see a P.I. there. I was just going to ask you what you thought about that pass interference in the end of the Buffalo Bills game where I thought the defender was completely turned around. Well, we, 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 we had a similar, we had a similar uh, play call or misplay call take place on Sunday night when the New York Giants took on the, the Washington Commanders. And so uh, I'm going to answer both of your questions, Scott. I appreciate you for calling up from California. His first question was about the, the Minnesota Vikings. And this isn't the first time that me personally have been posed this question. And for whatever reason, people call me up and they say, hey, the media, the national media, I, I'm, I'm not a representative for the national media. I'm just myself. And I feel like I've spent a, a lot of time talking about the Vikings, or at least at minimum, you know, answering this question. Why don't people talk about the Vikings? Why is it because small? No, man. Nobody cares about the markets when it comes down to sports. Nobody cares. I mean, we got Oklahoma City that has a professional basketball team called the OKC Thunder. And, yeah, sure, right now, this minute, this moment, you know, nobody's clamoring to watch them on national television because they probably don't have any nationally televised games. But the fact is, When they had one of the greatest basketball players on earth in Kevin Durant, and they had two other dudes who are walking right into the the Hall of Fame who also have MVP awards in James Harden and Russell Westbrook, nobody cared that they were in Oklahoma City. And so please, don't look at the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and figure that no one is talking about the Vikings because they play in Minneapolis, St. Paul. You can throw that idea completely out the window i'm gonna say this again the minnesota vikings or at least i have not dedicated hours upon hours upon hours talking about the minnesota vikings because a kirk cousins is their quarterback we have seen even before this season when it comes to the tough when it's time to get going kirk cousins just becomes very careful he's not an aggressive quarterback He makes the safe plays when it's time to go out there and go all out and all to the wall or balls to the wall. Kirk Cousins, he takes a chill pill. He's not aggressive. And so until I see him become aggressive in the most dire of straits, I'm still hesitant on him. He's hit or he's missed. And that's pretty much how I feel about the Vikings in a general sense. I think the team is hit or it is missed. 
This past game against the Colts was the prime example. You've given up 33 points in the first half, and then you shut out a crap team in the second half, and you have to come back. That's my second point. And the third overall point is you have no idea what they will do game to game. None. They give up more passing yards than any team, almost 300 yards in the air per game. The Vikings are, where's the confidence? Where am I supposed to be confident in that? They're a crapshoot. Flip a coin. You tell me where the Minnesota Vikings land. But why aren't people talking about them? It has nothing to do with the city. Trust me. If OKC can have a superstar and multiple stars and people can care about them, don't, don't tell me about the market, man. I don't think that's, that's a big deal. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls, and when we come back on the other side of the break, I'm going to tell you about a market that is not small, not by a long shot. It's Phoenix, Arizona. They got a new owner for a new team. A matter of fact, he's going to own two teams, and then he ended up paying $4 billion for it. I'm going to tell you about the Phoenix Suns on the other side of the break, and I'm also going to answer that question that he had about refs, pass interference, what's going on there. We're just getting started here. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we had a caller. He pretty much asked me about the Minnesota Vikings, why they don't get love. And I gave him the football reasons. One of the reasons that he potentially laid out is because the Minnesota Vikings play in a quote-unquote small market. I've been out to Minneapolis, Minnesota plenty of times. I have family out there. I wouldn't consider uh, anything about the Twin Cities to be small, not by a long shot. But, yes, it's not Los Angeles. It is not New York. It's not Miami. It's not a glamour city. It's a hard-working-ass city that gets pounded by snow in the wintertime and is ridiculously humid given all the lakes in the summertime. So I get it. But in the world of sports, it doesn't matter. Quote-unquote, if you build it, they will come. As in the viewers, the fans, the attention. It never stopped the Tampa Bay Rays when they were actually good. It never stopped the Oklahoma City Thunder. So I can go down a list of quote-unquote small market, know-nothing teams that when they're good people, people care. One team that doesn't have to worry about that is any team that plays in in Arizona. I'm talking about the Cardinals, even though they suck. The Diamondbacks, pretty much in the same boat. And then you have the Suns. The Phoenix Suns, who, if you blink, you might have missed it. They were in the NBA Finals not too long ago. 
in East Phoenix Suns because their previous owner, Robert Sarver, was a complete jackass, didn't know how to treat a human being like a human being if he saw one, was pretty much pushed to the edge of selling the franchise. And now we know Robert Sarver has agreed to sell the franchise to someone who played college basketball, someone who's now a 42-year-old mortgage lender. He's looking to become larger than Quicken Loans. His name is Matt Ishbia. He's a former college basketball player for Michigan State. Yes, he played for Tom Izzo. He was actually on that championship team back in 2000 that had Mateen Cleaves on it. And if you're interested in Matt Ishbia's stats when he played at Michigan State, he played three seasons, a total of 48 games, and here come the amazing numbers. I'm going to give you some amazing stats on both sides of the fence here. These are basketball stats. He played two and a half minutes a game. And for his three-season career as a college athlete, of which he was a walk-on, and secured a scholarship, he averaged half a point a game. I'm going to say that again. This man averaged half a point a game. He now has a net worth of $5 billion, and he just purchased the Phoenix Suns for four. And so the next time you want to have a conversation about the dude at the end of the bench, you know, I thought Brian Scalabrini was a a nice example of someone who's doing something absolutely amazing. Matt Ishbia is worth $5 billion. And he did an amazing job keeping the bench warm and then ultimately taking over for his dad's mortgage company and growing it out to more than 7,000 employees And he's not shy in saying that he wants to make more money and be the largest lender in the country, bigger than some guy named Dan Gilbert, who owns the Cleveland Cavaliers. And so the Phoenix Suns are packaged up with the Phoenix Mercury, who, quite frankly, hey, Shep, how much do you think the Phoenix Mercury are worth in this deal? I I would say maybe about one-fifth of what the Suns are worth. I'd say they're probably worth nothing. And so okay. they, they were sold for $4 billion, the Suns and Mercury, by Matt Ishbia, a former walk-on at Michigan State, who is now the youngest owner in the NBA at 42 years old. So listen, y'all better leave them bench warmers alone. The Phoenix Suns so far this season, the, the West is so kind of cramped up, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, the Suns currently have a record of, of 19 and 12. Chris Paul is back. Uh, Devin Booker wakes up and brushes his teeth and decides to, you know, drop 50 or 60 whenever he feels like it. And so these these valuations of the NBA teams continue to go up. Uh, there was a minority stake in the Los Angeles Lakers that was just sold. And the Lakers now have a valuation of $5 billion. And if the Lakers valuation is at $5 billion, if they were to go on sale tomorrow, they'd probably be sold for, I don't know, maybe upwards of maybe two, maybe two or more of that current valuation of five. And that's uh, it's not to say the Lakers are going to go on sale. I think uh, Jeannie will, will keep it in-house for as long as possible. Uh, and now that I actually think about it, Jeannie Buss, Shep, she, she doesn't have kids. No, right? It's just her and Phil Jackson. I didn't know they were still together. No, they're not, but... Right. She's, well, okay, there you have it. I mean, damn. 
Yeah. Well, the, you, be... you know who her kid is. Her kid is the Lakers. Well, that's that's my point. Right. If a genie bus is what fifty. 60? She's, I believe she's uh, two years younger than Magic, so 60, yeah, six, about 61, uh, yes. So Jeannie Buss is 60? Yeah. All right. Yeah, but, I mean, she'll tell you she's 40, but in actuality, 60, yes. Well, I mean, well, damn. Right. Uh, look, God bless her. She could be around here for the next 20, 40 years. She could be lucid uh, for the next 30 years. I, I have no idea. You know, she could be Moses, the next Moses for all I know. You know what's amazing, Jr. Like, these Lakers fans, they are so out of whack. Like, Yankees fans, we have not won a World Series. We have not been in a World Series in 13 years. Y'all won a championship two and a half years ago, and all they want to do is send Jeannie and Rob out of town. You just won an NBA championship bubble regardless two and a half years ago. Like, they are grotesquely well, unfair to her. Yeah, it, that's the thing. Whenever, if, if she doesn't have a a line of sight for the sale and magic Johnson is, is there as well. And her, her brother is, is out of the picture. And I, I just wonder, you know, who will own the Lakers, you know, whenever she gets older or, or can't necessarily, you know, lead the franchise. And so whenever the Lakers go up for sale, that number will be ridiculous. I'm not foreshadowing it to happen. I don't think it will happen anytime soon between the, the Bus family owning the Lakers, between the Steinbrenners, uh, and the, well, at least the, the children owning the Yankees. Uh, it's, uh, it's tough thinking about some of these legacy franchises and, and where they, they, they might end up. But the Suns, $4 billion? Lakers are worth five. Yeah, man, it's uh, not, not bad being a bench warmer. Matt Ishbia, former Michigan State Spartan, buying the Suns. I didn't see that one coming. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of owners, uh, Jerry Jones did what he does the best. He talked about a guy who's not on his team. Uh, I'll share that with you. I'll get to your calls, and then I do want to answer one of the questions that we have received about these terrible referees the terrible pass interference calls, and what, if anything, can be done about them, like a replay or a review. Uh, I think I have some uh, interesting perspective I think a lot of us might have forgotten. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, you do a great job, man. I, oh, oh, before I ask my question, I just want to say I've, I've heard you a couple of times on here. You always have great content and you've got a great sense of humor, and I enjoy listening to you. So I want to start out by saying that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Here's the deal, folks. Whether you were sitting down on Saturday and watching the Buffalo Bills game, that come back against the Dolphins in the snow, or whether you are watching Sunday night's game between the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders, you might be bothered by the lack of calls. You might be bothered by the officiating. You might look at pass interference and go, what the hell are they looking at 
And why is there not a mechanism of which the coach or the team can go ahead and and challenge the call? And I I guess we all have short memories. I I mentioned this last night briefly because it was the end of the show. We had a caller who brought that, that same issue up. And I said, yeah, man, that's a, that's a great idea. I said, but I believe we've already been there, and we have. It was only, man, time flies. Damn. At this point, well, it, it was, we're moving towards four years ago. We have the New Orleans Saints. We have the Rams. We saw one of the most egregious non-calls ever. And the Saints probably lost an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. And immediately following that, we had an implementation of review for pass interference. And it was tested by the NFL for one year. And they took it away. You want to know why? Because only 13 of 81 pass interference challenges were successful that year that they tried it. And then they said, okay, no more. We're not doing this. And so here we are. So I don't know what to tell you. It was tested. Nobody cared. And then when it was actually challenged, it was a complete waste of time. And so I I highly doubt that we move back towards that. But here's the deal. The referees are are graded just like everybody else. If they suck, they don't stick around. If they're not good, they don't advance. If they're not good, they don't ref a playoff game. What are we going to do? I get it. There's whining and complain about the refs all day, all the time. Nobody gets tired of that. 855-212-4CBS. James is here from Minnesota. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. James, go on ahead. You really guys got me on the air? I'm sorry? You guys really got me on the air? No, you're on the imaginary air. We are in the metaverse. Wow, I love imaginary air. Can you imaginary that Vikings game? Was that like a knock-knock joke? Could I imaginary that Vikings game? What a knock-knock joke. How many you, Vikings? Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, you like knock-knock jokes? I do like knock-knock jokes. Okay, you ready for one? Let me get one. Okay. Knock-knock. Who's there? Not you. Thank you, James, for calling up from Minnesota. I'm just joking. I put him on hold. Hey, James, go ahead. Tell me about your Minnesota Vikings. I love my Vikings this time of the year. We're talking playoffs, baby. We're talking playoffs. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Did you see that crazy comeback? That comeback was so crazy. The biggest one in NFL history. In history. Did you? Were, I got a couple of questions for you. These aren't knock-knock jokes. Did you, see, did you see the first half of the game? They were getting, they were getting their... They were getting their tails handed to them the first half of the game. Okay. Have you seen Kirk Cousins play in high-pressure situations over the past several years? Have you seen that? No. Okay. They're not going to be. But on Saturday? Wait, I got one more question for you. Have you seen seen how many yards that the Minnesota Vikings give up in the air per game? They give up a bunch of yards per game. But – it's the victories that matter this time of the season, baby. Just go out and win. One of them great coaches used to say that. Oh, Even go. Vince Lombardi, I think, was the head coach. Uh-huh. Just go out and win, baby. Hey, Stram, another okay. great NFL mind and head uh-huh. coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Just yeah. go out let's and just, win, baby. Yeah, let's let's put out uh, let's put let's put Mr. Al Davis in there too. 
Hey, thank you, James. Appreciate you, man. What you drinking tonight? What you say? I said, what are you drinking tonight? I got me some coffee, uh-huh. cold tea, uh-huh. and some uh, and some Diet Coke. All oh, mixed man. in one cup. All mixed in one. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna? When do you plan on going to sleep? Never. I don't want to sleep, baby. I want to catch your show all night long, like Lionel Richie's song. And oh, I want to go back out in the Minnesota cold air after I, I get done with this call and have a nice cold cigarette. Outside, you know how cold it is in Minnesota right now? If they were to play that game outdoors. Now, what is the temperature right now? Five degrees? Five? We're below freezing. Well, we got a windshield. I'm a 40-degree windshield. You know what that's like out there in Minnesota? You can spit, yeah. and before it hits the ground, it's dead freezes in the air. Yeah, I've, I've been in, I've been in uh, negative uh, in environments before. Hey, James, be ever, safe out there, okay? Don't, don't have a heart attack. Have you ever went deer hunting? Oh, I can deal with it. I, can, I, got cardiac, I got a good cardiac system. I'm five, six and a half, 288 pounds. I'm pure loving I got All a right. love for those Minnesota Vikings. Okay. I'm a big refrigerator, right. Perry, and I can okay. have a refrigerator, Perry. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, refrigerator. Thank you, James. I appreciate you for calling from Minnesota. I love listening to JR on my boombox. That was unnecessary. That man said that he is. he has, what, coffee, Pepsi? Did he say tea, Shep? He said tea? I'm not going to lie to you. I was blown away by the five, six and a half, 280 something pounds well, there. I was, I was getting there. Right. He said he has tea, coffee, and Pepsi in one cup. I think there were even more he included in that uh, drink equation. Yes. He then said he was going to go outside and, and smoke a cold cigarette. I don't know what uh, cigarette he's going to smoke when it's negative a million outside. I don't know if you could light it up. Uh, and he said he's 5'6", and he's 288. I've seen some stout individuals. Maybe in his day he was a, maybe he was an amateur wrestler. No. They're not that stocky. No. There's no amateur wrestlers 5'6", 288 pounds. Uh, I, I, I think you'd be shocked. Oh, they're called sumo wrestlers. I don't think they're sumo, man. There's some, <laughs> there's some wide, wide human beings out here you wouldn't want to see in a dark alley. I think that guy might be one of them. Uh, Congratulations to his Minnesota Vikings, and I hope uh, sincerely that he doesn't go outside and just either freeze or have a heart attack. Just ease back on the coffee, the Pepsi, and the tea in one cup mixed together. Hell, interesting. 855-212-4CBS. Mark is here from California. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. JR, what's going on? I'm Okay. I feel like I need to detox after that last call, but I'm all right. I feel like I'm a little crazy too, man. How about this New York Knicks basketball team, man? I mean, this is, I mean, man, we're not an elite shooting team. It's just offensive rebounds, and you got Mitchell Robinson and Hartenson, and you look at Hartenson's stats, and people on Twitter are like, well, the guy only scores five points a game. But, yeah, I mean, plus 21, he gets the rebounds, he gets steals, blocks. I mean, it's, I mean, the Warriors were depleted, say, don't get me wrong, but still, You know, you got the Raptors. That should be nine in a row, which, I mean, 10 and 13, and we were writing them off. You know what I mean? And now we won eight straight. Yeah, no, Yeah. I, I talked about the New York Knicks uh, about 20 minutes ago. Um, 
I'm, st- I'm not excited. I'm I'm not excited <laughs> about him. I'm not. What what am I supposed to be excited about? Well, I mean, you're excited about Jalen Brunson playing at an All Star level because when he yeah. came over here, we all knew that like he has flashes of the all-star no. brilliance but we didn't know that uh, how it was going to turn around with all the pieces around him right i mean uh, it's uh, it's been it's been few and far in between for the new york knicks to be a uh, championship caliber franchise or at least a team right. that could go to a playoffs and you would say man they have a chance at a championship uh, that that ain't this squad and i i you know new york knicks fans have been beat down for so long so long that any glimpse of hope here, and I get it, that kudos, congratulations, an eight-game winning streak is a seven-game winning streak is nothing to shake a stick at. A nine-game potential winning streak is nothing to shake a stick at. And so kudos right. to them for, for getting things together. But in the big and grand scheme of things, the New York Knicks' talent level still doesn't match up with other squads in the East. And oh. they could take – they could take. They could take a nine-game winning streak into the playoffs, and they could lose a series to, I don't know, the Celtics are not so hot right now, but they could lose to the Celtics or Bucks, and, and maybe not even pick up a game. And so I, I will be excited or, or have more interest in the New York Knicks when I feel that they actually have talent that can potentially deliver them, you know, some victories instead of this, I don't want to call it false hope, but optimism. The New York Knicks are bland to me. I'm I'm sorry. They're bland. They don't have a killer. They don't have a guy who can just go out there and get it. They have solid, great, borderline all-stars. If you want to look at Julius Randle and, and, and the play of Brunson recently, uh, who knows what R.J. Barrett will continue to grow into? Who knows what Grimes will grow into? But they're, they're boring. I could see the New York Knicks, yeah, oh, eight-game winning streak. I could see them going on a six-game losing streak. So, I mean, what am I, what am I doing here? There's nothing, there's nothing exciting about the Knicks or their style of play. Have you watched some of these other teams play basketball? They're actually fun. Even the style of basketball, jacking up threes is a pain in the ass sometimes, but the New York Knicks don't, don't even do that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, we're going to talk about Jerry Jones. We'll get into Jalen Hurts. We'll talk about Matthew Stafford not retiring, Aaron Rodgers, Donovan Mitchell, and more here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.